This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Good morning, Rabotai. We are in the last part of the journey of the Chabura of the Orachayim Bakadosh that came from Italy to Eretz Israel. And we're in the year Tafkuf Bet, which is uh, 280 years ago, the year uh, um, 1702. What happened was, in the past two series that we have uh, that we've uh, spoken about, the Orachayim Bakadosh and his Chabura, they went from Akko, visiting different Kivre Tzadikim, and the last Kiver that we saw that they visited was actually the Yenuka that is mentioned in Parashat uh, Balak in the Zohar Kadosh. So here we have it that um, that they that they continue on their way and they visited the Kvarim of a lot of the Tanaim, Rabbi Yossi Bar Yaakov, Rabbi Chia. They also, Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Yudab all of the Chavarim of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai that were, that were authors in the Zohar Kadosh. We get close to the Me'ara of the Rav Sadia Gaon, who obviously was after the Tanaim. They also found the Kever of the Radbaz and the Mabit and the Darke Noam. And then they finally got to, uh, to so here they're in the Betak of Tzfat, as you could see. They got to the Tzadikia Olam, Rav Yosef Karo, his brother Rabbi David Karo, the Al-Sheikh, which we know where they are today, right? Next to where the Arizal is buried. And um, there there is Rabbi Mordechai Abu Hanna Balanes, that he came through practical Kabbalah to Tzfat. Sheba b'Kabbalah ma'asit le'Tzfat. Okay. Rav Shlomo Al-Ghazi, Rav Al-Kabetz, Rav Moshe Vital, Rav Avram HaChasid, that was so sad on the Shekhinah, that a voice came out and said, Avraham, Beni, Beni, Hako Amar Hashem, Men'i Kolech Mibechi, Refrain your voice from crying, V'yesh Tikva Le'achariklech, There is going to be a future for you, Nichamtani Beni, Ma'asecha Nichamtani, I am comforted in your actions. So, it's actually a very... Very uh, holy tzaddikim buried over here. Already it's the day of Purim. They read the Megillah in the Bet Midrash of Maranda Shulchan Aruch of Yosef Karo. He writes how he was amazed. There was such Kedusha Yetera. There are Sfarim of the Bet Yosef that he himself writes, this is my book, that he, while he was alive he wrote it. They actually did two days of Purim because there is a doubt of Tzfat if it was... Mukav Choma from the time of Yeshua or not. And because of this, Safeg, they actually did uh, Yudalid with a bracha and Tedvav without a bracha. That's an interesting piece of information. Okay, well they continue, uh, they continue on uh, Shushan Purim, that is, on Yom Tedvav. They started going to, uh, to different Sadikim, uh, Rabbi Yossi de Min Yikrat. They, they went from here to, um, to, 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 uh, to, 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 to a place that it was, there was a fig tree, and as it's written over there that, 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 um, that the Gemara says, that the Gemara writes that, that his son asked him, give us to eat. And he asked the Te'ina, give us to eat. So the Te'ina had to grow because it was a tzaddik, so he wanted to answer him. So the father was so upset, he says, this is how you bother Hashem's Ma'asim Bereshit. And the child turned into a, uh, 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 earth and died, 
And uh, that was the Te'ina over there. So that was the story of the Midrash that he saw right in front of him. From there they got finally to Meron. And in Meron, listen to this Rabutai, what they did in Meron. They saw a great light of Israel on the, on the, on the top of the kippah of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. It's a place that is, that has a lot of goyim and Yisrael didn't live there at the time. Opened the, the kever was Rabbi Yitzchak. From there, there was Rabbi Yosei Saba and writes, writes the uh, Rabbi Avram Sagoti an unbelievable thing. In the top of the kever, there was a type of, uh, a type of pit, Gumagdola. And there they light every single night, they would light, uh, they would light with olive oil, they would take clothing made out of flax that are white, everyone according to their ability, and they would make a type of bonfire. So this bonfire of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai was an old tradition. And he says an unbelievable thing, Rabbi Avram. He says that, that number one, there was once he heard this, this, they would take expensive clothing and they would, they would burn, uh, and they would, they would burn their clothing. I also took clothing, Le'ilu Nishmat, uh, my, my mother, he says, and, uh, and, 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 and I also lit, and I lit, uh, everyone. So it seems this lighting of the bonfire was something that was an old tradition by Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. You see that it's, it's been done for many years. And, um, and, and when they went to the Meron, we're talking about on Wednesday, they stayed there. They stayed there in the, in the Kever of Rajbi with Simcha Gedola Ve'ava Gedola until four in the morning. Then the Orachaim, Natan Arav, to every one of the Chavirim, one of the books of the Zohar, and he says, my portion was Sefer Bereshit. We learned until six hours. After the six hours, the house, that means the Kever of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, was filled with beautiful smell like I never smelled before. And people really had a great simcha and they went to sleep. And uh, before two, in, uh, two, in other words, they, before they, when they woke up again, they prayed Vatikin. And they learned for 18 hours straight without a hefsek of divrei Torah. That's what it means going to kivrit tzadikim. Pounding away at the learning of the Zohar Kadosh. This brings us to Friday in the morning. They went, they went to, uh, they went to great caves where it wasn't written exactly which tzadi, which tzadikim. They were close to the tzadikim. Rabbi Yossi Mitofri and his Talmidim says there was once a lady who he says that they recount the story there was a lady who went with her son to this kever and when they went inside they found uh, the son went in and uh, he came out he says there was a bunch of people that are dressed in white that told me uh, they gave me a bracha and kissed me so he, he writes that in these there there was th- so many tzaddikim buried in these kvarim that we don't really know who they are he says there was the kever of Rabbi Yochanan Sandlar we lit nerot and we and we we also asked Rachamim uh, on 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 the chaverim, they 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 got finally to a me'ara to a cave that there was eight different uh, different um, different sections to it, and in each every section there was there was a there was a lot of different mini sections, and he writes that that in one of them there was a lot a lot of water in it, and this must be the kever of Hilela Zaken, and these were his talmidim. And I am sure that there was never any 
maggots that ever came in this vicinity because of its great kedusha. Writes, writes the, um, writes there be Avram. From there they went to the second mountain where Shammai Hazaken is buried. With also there was, uh, 15 different, uh, small compartments. And, uh, and, 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 and writes, uh, the, um, uh, the Rabbi Avraham, it was already end of Shabbat, we had to go, but there was rocks of Rabbi Elezer ben Yaakov, uh, and, uh, and, and, and he continues on and on saying how there was, there was, um, there was so many me'arot, he says, all these me'arot that I saw, it's one of a thousand that there are, but a lot of them we don't know, Ashre'ayin shezachazot, and, and he writes, this is all what the Orachim HaKadosh himself revealed to us, who was, who was where, he was uh, acting as their tour guide in such a special tour. They got to Meron and they spent Shabbat in Meron and, and, and they learned a little bit more. Continues that they got to, uh, they got to Rabbi Yudah Barilai, eventually they went back to Tzfat. In Tzfat, the Orachim HaKadosh met Rav Chaim Abu Lafia and, and, uh, and from there they were supposed to go to Tiveria, I'm sorry, to get, uh, uh, to, to, uh, because that's where the Orachim HaKadosh was, and people would come to greet the Orachim HaKadosh. So, so, that's where they met, Rav Chaim Abu Lafia. And basically, this is where the letter ends off, that this was their travels of their, of their, uh, of their, of their trip. But I want to mention to you a story that I don't know how many people know it. It was recently printed from a letter called Gidzecha, imprinted in this document that I'm reading to you called Igeret Masa, which you could find on HebrewBooks.org from Rav Ohator Jaman Shlita, that he's the one who put it out. And here he brings an unbelievable letter that what, that is, that is, uh, in, uh, that, that's, it, it's an original letter that he copied that writes the following. And this is just going to give you a perspective of how great the Orachim HaKadosh was and what Tikkunim great tzaddikim do. Rahim HaKadosh, when he went to Eretz Yisrael, he was only able to stay in Yerushalayim one year, because he didn't finish the year. What happened? That Lela Pesach, it was a holy night of Pesach, uh, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, the year Tafkuf Bet, which is 1702, he did a great kavanot of Pesach, on Pesach, in order to bring the Geula. He did the Tikkun and the Seder. He writes, he had great Kedusha, Hafla Vafila. During the Seuda, slumber fell upon him until Chatzot Laila came by and he didn't eat the Afikomen. Says the Orachim HaKadosh, he understood that this was a Siman that they didn't want him to bring uh, they didn't want him to be the big deal. And he says, what did I do wrong? What, what, what piece was I missing in order to bring the Geula, says the Rachim HaKadosh? It must be that I didn't do proper kavanot when I had the chitim, the wheat of the matzah, shmura. And he says, next week, next year, I'm going to be careful. He accepted upon himself when he actually works the ground and he plants the seeds of the, of the, of the, of the, uh, of the matzah with great kavanot. And he is going to grind them. And he is going to separate them. And he's going to make them into flour. Then for sure he knows with this, the geula is going to come. 
And he says, this is why I fell asleep, because I was missing certain kavanot when I was making the flower of the matzah. But what happened? The next year of Pesach never came for the Orachim HaKadosh. Because in the in Tammuz, Ted Vav Tammuz, which is tonight, the Yaurzeit, the, uh, the Orachim HaKadosh, passed away. Alala Shamaim, when he was 47 years old, Marabu Masecha, Hashem, that's what's written in Shira Shirim. Hishbat Yedchem Enot Yerushalayim. Hashem is saying, don't try to, her, to hasten the Geulah. Im ta'iru ve'im te'oreru et ha'avad she'techbatz. These great tzaddikim loved Am Yisrael so much, they were willing to put themselves in danger so that Hashem could bring the Geulah quickly. And sometimes the other side of the other side says we're not ready yet. And as much as they push, Hashem says it's not the time for Geulah yet. But we see these great Sadiqim or Mamash, we see the Orachai Makadosh was Niftar because he was Moser Nefesh for us. He tried to bring the Geulah quickly, so he sacrificed himself. It's an amazing story. Here he brings that Rav Chaim de la Rosa, one of the great Sadiqim, the Torah Chacham, as well, was making a great tikkun in Yerushalayim. And a black dog came in front of them and started barking. And they just kept on learning. He started barking so much that he started scraping the wooden table up until the, t- the table became basically basically dust. And, and went and, and like he, he, he basically decimated the whole table. And then the dog opened his mouth and said, You should know, if you accept upon yourself not to do this seder and tikkun any more good, but if not, that means you're going to be replaced. And that night, they decided they can't do the seder anymore, they're just going to die. And from there, Rebchaim de la Rosa went to Tarkia because of what happened. So Hashem tries to help, you know, we, there's great Sadiqim that try to help bring the Geulah, but sometimes it's, it's not the right time and, and it's nimna from them. So this should be a lesson in Zichut, Leilun Nishmat, You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.